Today is a day that we can all complain about that big purple dinosaur, Barney. I know that's every day, but today is specific to that. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Thursday, December 16th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Yeah, it's today, the day you've been waiting for all year if you had a kid in like, what, the 90s? Uh, really, that, that was the big Barney days, right? Not not a big fan of Barney. Uh, my niece and nephew loved that show, and I did not. Uh, the songs were very repetitive and annoying, and uh, yeah, not, not a fan, not a fan. But uh, maybe you love them. I don't know. Maybe your parents made you just sit in front of the screen so that they could get some alone time uh, and you're watching Barney. I don't know. I don't know what went on back then, but no, uh, not a fan of Barney. And I'm going to go on the controversial side here and say Barbie is a classic, right? Kids have been playing with Barbie for like decades. Barney was hot for like 10 years. Now, I get the hate, right? Because he's annoying. And I don't get, though, lumping him in with a classic. Now, I know Barbie's got her own problems, right? You know, the whole, uh, like, she's this shape and nobody else is that shape. That whole thing, I get it. There's hatred towards Barbie, but let's not put her in with Barney. He's in a different class. <laughs> I think this gives Barney more power than we want Barney to have. I sound like the angry old man yelling at the cloud, but no, no, I, I'm not a fan. Barney was canceled in, what, 2009, it started in 1992. Barbie was made like, I, I, I think Moses was actually playing um, with a Barbie. That thing has been around forever. It has been around forever. And for some reason, they're clumping them in to make Barney and Barbie backlash day today. Okay, yeah, I get it. Barney gave us Selena Gomez and, and Demi Lovato. But what's the price? What is the price we had to play? That I Love You song was so stuck in our heads that it likely made uh, hundreds, if not millions, of parents and older siblings just straight up go insane. Because come on, it was so annoying. My friend, actually, <laughs> I should tell this story because uh, he, he's actually a podcaster friend of mine. Uh, he's got a podcast. He's been on the show before, but I won't out him any more than that. Uh, he actually dressed up as Barney. And did like the whole bit where he would go to kids parties. But here was the thing. They didn't want to play like copyright and trademark or whatever you have to pay to dress up as Barney and go to parties. So he wasn't Barney. He was Bernie. Yeah. Bernie <laughs> the dinosaur. And it was the exact outfit. So I guess he was maybe a distant cousin of Barney. I'm not sure what the backstory of that is. But uh, yeah, I, I, it used to crack me up that uh, he would wear that costume and he was Bernie. All right. Uh, let's uh, uh, talk about another day here. National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Yeah. How about that one? How about a chocolate covered Barney? No, no, that's that's not cool. Uh, OK, this this day does sound industry interesting, though, doesn't it? I mean, come on. You got pretzels, you got strawberries, you got bacon. Anything could be covered in chocolate. Even bugs are covered in chocolate. Yeah, they're actually an obvious one. If you go to any candy store like those big candy stores, you're probably going to see like grasshoppers in there, some other stuff. Um, 
There's other things, though, that are covered in chocolate that I can't quite explain and I definitely do not want to taste. Not that I want to taste the bugs, but no. Onions. How about that one? Yeah, in Philly, uh, they've got candy shops that actually have chocolate-covered onions. And then there's roses. Yeah, you can't decide if you want to buy your sweetie roses or you want to buy candy. Well, there you go. Combine the two because roses are apparently edible. You didn't learn that on this show. If you try and you get poisoned. No, Uh, but this is apparently a thing. People are actually dipping roses inside of chocolate and giving it. Uh, Just watch out for those thorns. It can't be a good thing. Uh, Slim Jims. Yeah, somebody decided to dip Slim Jims. I can't even say it. uh, In chocolate. That that's just that's just wrong. I mean, because these things already wreak havoc on on stomachs anyway. And you add some chocolate in there. That's that's not a a good night. Uh, Also, people (laughs) have done this with calamari. Yeah. Chocolate squid. Uh, That's that's not cool. Uh, You know, some other ideas that maybe what we could do. I've got the best idea here since it's uh, cover something in chocolate day. An iPhone cover. Yeah. You get with those folks over at M&M, right? So, you know, they don't melt in your hands. They melt in your mouth so that that way you just dip your whole iPhone in chocolate. You've got the, the candy outer shell. And if you break your phone, you've got a delicious treat. There you go. Go ahead, take that idea from me. That's that's all right. Okay, we're gonna start our events for today in 1980. Yeah, Alexander Haig was appointed Secretary of State under President Reagan. Now he actually served uh, starting in January of uh, 1981, but we're gonna talk about it today because this was the day that he was appointed. Now he only lasted as Secretary of State for about a year and a half. Prior to that, he was the Supreme Allied Commander in Europe. Now, that's a title. Yeah, that's a title you don't want to mess with. He had also been White House Chief of Staff for Nixon and for Ford. And check this out. He was one of the people that actually helped transition Ford uh, into the whole White House thing after that Watergate mess happened. So he had plenty of experience. Now, in this role, this is the role that he would be most remembered for. Why? Well, because it was the highest ranking? No, no. Well, okay. After a few months of being Secretary of State, on March 30th, there was an assassination attempt on Reagan. Now, Alexander Haig didn't like what was happening in the press conference room because you got to remember his like, you know, press chief was also injured. He was with Reagan. So it wasn't the actual, uh, you know, person that was there. It was somebody else that was addressing the press. So I guess it was a guy that was kind of unfamiliar with what was going on. He wasn't doing that great of a job. Alexander Haig didn't like what he was saying. So he wanted to calm the situation down. So he went into the room up to the mic. Reporters were like just doing their own thing. And they were like, oh, uh, Haig's at the mic. Let's 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 go. So they went live. And what did he say? Well, he said, constitutionally, gentlemen, you have the president, the vice president and the secretary of state in that order. Basically trying to say that, no, I'm in charge here. I got this. Uh, He also said, in trying to calm down the situation, that all the pieces were in play. The president was stable and they were in contact with the vice president. Everything's going fine back there. Don't worry. Trying to calm down the situation, right? Well, in fact, uh, things were a little crazy. Uh, The president was in critical condition. Uh, the, The communication 
between the White House and the vice president was less than ideal, to say the least. And uh, there was basically chaos. Yeah, a lot of chaos behind the scenes. Of course, the president had just been shot. Now, some in media actually looked at what he said on this day as a power grab. Well, it was also not really true. Uh, the whole Constitution thing that he said? Yeah, that's not how it works. So, okay. We remember Alexander Haig for this. But <laughs> he is also the guy that suggested that the U.S. should launch a nuclear warning shot in Europe, thinking that that might be the way to kind of stop the advancements in the Soviet Union. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, maybe it's good that we remember him for the other thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, I wanted to mention one more thing. We're starting up a new segment in January on this here podcast. I'm going to feature a podcast of the day. Yeah. It's going to be kind of cool. Like you're going to get to learn about all these new podcasts out there or podcasts that have been around for a while. I've, I'm making all kinds of friends on Reddit as uh, I put this together and I'm looking forward to presenting some of those podcasts to you starting in January. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Benjamin Bratt turns 58. Luke Harper is 42. Kristen Ritter is 40. And Zara Larson is 24. That's your look at December 16th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart. We're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a, like, five star if you think we deserve it. Yeah, no, that would be great. All right. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I also hope you go check out our other podcast, Learning More. It launched yesterday getting good feedback on it. So go check it out. I'll talk to you tomorrow.